Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. I make a lot of mistakes. I do. I make a lot of mistakes. Matt, how about you? You're on mute. You got to unmute yourself, buddy. You make a lot of mistakes like me. I do. I want to just keep rocking the journey, man. <laughs> I don't even. I don't even want to hear my hear what I have to say. I just keep put that song on repeat for an hour. Let's do it. Those of you who weren't on us on with us live, in case you don't know, if you go to agentpowerhuddle.com at eight a.m. Pacific, right, eleven o'clock East Coast. If you get on a few minutes before, we're always playing some sort of fun music before we start recording, so we can get like the host in the zone. Apparently, we nailed it with Journey today with Matt. Um, so let, let's dive right in, Matt. I'm, you're going to be the host of this one. I'm just here because I truly want to learn, just like everybody else. The topic today, I got it on my phone. I got it written right here. It is five financial mistakes agents make and how to avoid them. That's why I started out talking about like I make a lot of mistakes because I'm sure I'm making at least five and a half out of these five, right? We all are, brother. Or we were at one point. Yep. So, so there you go. So, do, I mean, you, you, do you have a presentation? Are you you want to just kind of rock with this? I can be on. I'm the just going to rock with it, man. Um, Let's do it. The the more technology we put on uh, with 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 uh, guys like you and I, the more chance we have to screw it up. So let's just rock and roll. Let's do it. It's all you. So guys, if you don't know Matt, Matt is a financial literacy, financial education, financial consultant to agents. He's actually an agent also. And he's, and he's a fantastic agent, but the reason he's here is because he puts out a lot of great content on not only how to make money, but more importantly, how to keep the money you make and what to do with it. And it's just a piece that we're missing on Agent Power Huddle, but we don't have very many people talking about this stuff. So I appreciate you being here, Matt. Awesome. Thanks, Jesse. And it's uh, it's awesome to be, uh, you know, partner with you and, um, you know, other, uh, you know, in our real estate brokerage and, you know, just thank you for what you do to the, the industry. You right. can say you can say EXP. It's a brokerage agnostic show, but we can say the word EXP. We're both, we're both business partners through EXP, right? It's pretty yeah. cool. But this is this is for all agents at all companies. That's the cool thing. Yeah, especially all agents and all companies. I mean, you know, because for 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 the lack of better terms, there's everybody's got to find their own thing, right? So, um, cool. So let's dive in real quick. Um, what time do we need to wrap up? You have 27 minutes. So whatever time zone you are in currently, you the bottom of the hour, basically. Got it. All right, cool. So just a, a very quick backstory. Um, you know, based here in Northern Virginia, I've been in the industry industry about four and a half years. However, um, it didn't take me very long to quickly identify that buyers and sellers were not going to be uh, my conversation, right? So I got into the industry because of I wanted to go build something big. However, um, you know, our journey, my wife and I's journey is, you know, we were, we, you know, in 2014, we woke up a half a million dollars worth of debt. Um, and that was after I lost a hundred pounds, after I became sober, after I quit gambling, like I was the epitome of a train wreck. Um, and just, and I lived it all on social, right? So, um, you know, we got started on, uh, we actually hopped into Dave Ramsey's course, Financial Peace University in 2014. And over the course of the next 40 months, we eliminated every cent of debt that we had. And so once I got started into real estate, I quickly realized that real estate agents, I was at a market center here locally in uh, in our town in Ruston, Virginia. And I quickly realized that real estate agents were selling real estate this month to pay last year's taxes or two years ago's taxes. 
And so I started having conversations with the top producers in our area and then also on social and uncovered some financial mistakes only through the lens of the mistakes that we had made. And I just simply translated them into what agents were making, the challenges and, and what faced them and the mistakes they were making. So I came up with a little list here. Um, I've actually outlined this in an ebook called The Five Financial Mistakes Agents Make. You can get a free download at five financial, the number five, www.fivefinancialmistakes.com. That'll open you down, put your email in there. Uh, it'll send you to Budget Hacking, which is my Facebook group. And then also we'll give you a free download to the, um, to the book that I'm going to walk through. Probably won't get to all of them in depth, especially with any type of Q&A, uh, but I'm going to outline them so you get them. And then we're going to cover as many as we can in the uh, 20 minutes we have left. So the number one mistake, and this is probably where we're going to spend most of the time today, is the number one mistake agents make is a lack of financial planning for the future. All right, we're recording this in October, right? So we're in goal setting season, right? So, however, we're setting goals for what? The next 12 months. And then the next 12 months happen. And then what are we going to do? We're going to set goals again for the next 12 months. And what happens most more often than not is that real estate agents, we have this 12-month periodic annualized, we have an annualized thinking and goal setting to where we never go out two, four, five, 10, 15, 20 years, turn around, connect, look back and connect the dots. How did we get there? Right? How did we get to the life that we want? And then figure out how many houses is that going to take? Right? Or how many agents do we need on our team to help us achieve that goal, right? I had a conversation with a broker uh, broker owner this week, and they wanted to go from the level of production they were, call it 24 houses themselves, to making a half a million dollars without touching a real estate transaction. And so I'm like, cool, we can do that over an X amount of period of time. But to do that, we have to identify how many agents do you need in your brokerage? How many agents do you need to send your team? How many houses do you have to sell at what price point? What commission rate, right? And then also identify how many times or how many things that we have to go do to invest in that may not require us to have that $500,000 lifestyle that they wanted, right? Because there's a lot of things between now and 20 years that we can do with our money that's not revolved around buying or selling a house. Right. There's investment opportunities, there's lending, there's real estate, there's rental real estate, there's all kinds of stuff. So lack of financial planning and having that for the future of where you want to go is the number one mistake agents make. Is because, hey, I put my head down and it's like, hey, Jesse, how many houses do you want to sell next year? Well, I sold 30 this year. I'm going to sell 36 next year. Why? Well, because I want to do 10% more. Why? Is it going to actually get you to where you want to go, right? Because some of these other mistakes that we are going to make or that you have made or are making may say that, hey, dude, 36 ain't going to get you to where you want to go. It might need 50 because we might have to get out of debt faster. We may have to address the IRS, right? A lot of agents, you know, that's like, the, the bad four-letter or three-letter word inside the government that agents don't want to pay attention to, right? Ready for this one? Ready to see the, the least amount of uh, 
audience interaction ever. Nobody raise your hand. Just raise an eyebrow if you feel what he's talking about in terms of getting out of debt and paying back taxes. Just do this with your eyebrows. Everybody just kind of, if you, if you agree, okay, just checking. You're hitting home with me. Continue, Matt. I like yeah, it. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> one of my buddies said, hey, ask the question, who struggles with paying taxes with real estate agents? And it'll be like the wave, like at a baseball game, right? It'll be like, everybody's hands are going to go up. Taxes suck. They're stressful, right? We get a $10,000 check. We're like, hey, we made $10,000, right? Which will lead us to another mistake. <laughs> so I think it's even worse. Plan. I actually think it's more like we get a $10,000 check. We're like, we made 20,000. Wait, no, right. that, that's how we spend it. But right, we've because we've already spent 10, <laughs> right? So so that's number one, right? And I want to go back there once we go through these, because it'll all come back to that first mistake and how when we nail the first one, a lot of the other stuff will start unpacking itself. Number two is, and we just touched on it, living beyond your means and living in debt, right? The number one thing that agents or and really America, um, if there's any uh, national or uh, other countries involved, like you might all not have my VA. They still have credit card debt. I didn't think they had credit card debt in the Philippines. They still got credit card debt and they still borrow on cars, right? So it's it's worldwide, right? But living beyond your means, spending the money before it's it's cashed, right? Um, you know, they say that every six months, it only takes you three to six months of making more money. It's Parkinson's law. Every six months that you make more money, it only takes you six months to start exceeding that lifestyle. Like, and I mean, you think about in real estate, you go on a run where you go, you know, go put 20 in the box in six months, right? And you're not used to that money. Like that's an immediate insert of cash into your bank account that will cause you subconsciously to increase your lifestyle without the consistency, right? You use credit cards, right? We're all coming up on Thanksgiving and Christmas, right? Black Friday is a month away. Um, the number one tip I can give you going into this holiday season, don't use a credit card for travel or don't use a credit card to buy your Christmas gifts. Just do that one thing over the next 30 to 45 days. And guess won't guess what won't show up in the mail in January? The bill to pay for all of it. So that's my number one challenge is oh, between now and the end of the year for travel, because we're all going to travel for the holidays, most of us are, and then our holiday or Christmas gifts, use cash or use a debit card, right? I, I love that. Matt. Do you mind if I jump in for just a second? Because I, I got to be honest, I think there's probably a lot of people on here who are either Dave Ramsey fans or people that are already living this. They're like, cool, preach, because I'm on this page. And some people that are listening to this going, this doesn't feel good. It's okay if this doesn't feel good because he's calling out blind spots that you may have known you have, but you didn't want to know you have. For me, I've never been a Dave Ramsey guy. I'll be really, really honest, but I love listening to this because my issue with Dave Ramsey was always, but there's good leverage. There's good ways you can use debt and he believes in no debt, but I can use leverage to invest in myself. But when I listen to you talk, there's, I don't want to say zero return on investment on a Christmas gift because you get some pleasure out of it. But when I watch people spend beyond their means to get a Christmas gift, and then spend the next three months trying to pay those things off. It's, there's a way to create that feeling in your loved ones without going out and dropping money you do or do not have. Agreed? Yeah. Thanks. I mean, and, you know, just way to add a whole obviously different perspective on it, right? There's, there's something I always say to my coaching clients is when you pay for something twice, you're always going to overspend. 
right? When you go on Amazon and you or you you insert your credit card on Amazon, and that's just using credit cards, right? Or you go into the you go into the store and you use a credit card, and then 30 days later that bill comes. You're always going to spend more money on the initial purchase because you're not using your money. So, so I actually think Amazon is worse, by the way. And you, I never realized this till you just said it. Amazon is a casino. Have you noticed this, Matt? Do you do you, are you do you use Amazon Prime? Are you an Amazon guy? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. How many of you had an Amazon delivery in the last fifteen minutes while we've been talking? Guaranteed. Yeah. So, no. Have you had a, seriously? Some of you had gotten a delivery in the last fifteen minutes while we've been talking. It just. With Amazon, you don't put your credit card in. It's already in there. It's not even putting your card in. It's like Vegas. It's not even real money. You just click the button and stuff shows up four hours later. Or the you next can day. buy that stuff on your watch now. You don't even need to do anything. You don't even need to go to Amazon. It's right. like, hey, Alexa, buy this. Actually, she just probably bought it. <laughs> and and so as a, as a business owner and a marketer, I will tell you guys, one of the best ways to do business with your clients is to remove friction from the transaction. But when you're dealing with companies that have done a fantastic job of removing that friction, this is hitting home, Matt. You got to be careful because they have made it so frictionless. I mean, I look at our Amazon bill and I'm like, how did what did we how did we spend seventeen thousand dollars on Amazon last week? That's crazy. I'm kidding, guys. I didn't know they spent seventeen grand. You get the point. Like, yeah. yep. Thank thank so, you. This is really I love this, Matt. So living below your means, obviously the the, the opposite of that is using some cash, using some debit cards, um, even some paper money, right? I always tell my my clients the first 30 to 60 days, don't use credit and find a category that you can use some cash with, right? Going out to eat is the number one place that you can go and shift from using credit cards or plastic, even a debit card, and use some cash because you're going to feel that transaction. You're going to feel that appetizer, the two entrees, the dessert, and the three glasses of wine, right? You use that plastic two appetizers, three entrees, four desserts, two bottles. I, I, Jesse, right? No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm just You're not telling people to not live their, not enjoy their life. No, right? go enjoy life. Just make sure you understand how much money you're spending before you actually spend it, right? That's what this comes down to. It's not the, oh, I got a scrimp, scape, Cersei mindset. I just want you to have a plan, right? So, Number three, and this is the this is this is where agents and I spend the most amount of time when we work one on one. Is that's mastering the plan, the path of money, right? Mastering the path of money, right? So when you get that ten thousand dollar commission check, guess what? The broker made ten grand. You didn't. Now, when the broker pays you as the real estate agent, we all think. You know, we sold a $400,000 house, two and a half percent commission, 10,000 bucks, we got $10,000. And then we go spend our lifestyle thinking, increasing our lifestyle that we just made 10 grand, 10 grand, 10 grand, 10 grand. But in reality, I mentioned this the last time I was live with you guys, real estate agents don't make as much as they think. They spend more than they care to admit they're behind on taxes and or retirement. So that $10,000 after brokerage splits and all the stuff comes over, now it's suspiciously like eight. But then that's how much your real estate business made, not Matt Plummer real estate agent. And so we're, because out of that $8,000, we've got to pay us for selling the house. We got to pay the government and we've got to save money for our business expenses that we've either already incurred or we're incurring next month. Coaching, admin, 
marketing, advertising, et cetera, et cetera. And so the best that you're going to get to, and this is just reality, as a solo agent is probably 65 cents of every dollar that you actually make. So out of eight grand, the best you're going to get is five. So that's, that's, that's the best you're going to get. And I start everyone at 50% just so we have some margin. And so when we start looking at path, mastering that path of money, it's like, okay, hey, 20% is going to go to the broker. We know that it comes off the top. We got to pay ourselves. We're going to take 50 to 60 cents of that 8,000 bucks. We got to pay the government. There's 15 to 20%. We've got what's left in our business, 10, 15, 20%. Now we have a path of money that will tell us how many more real estate transactions we need to go do because we have a plan, right? So it's where you need to spend the most amount of time understanding when the money comes in, how does it get sent out to the various buckets? Us as the owner operator, us as the person that went and sold it, the government, and then our business is what's left. Most people live their life based on 10, make eight, don't save any money for government, don't save any money for their business, they pay all their bills, and then what's left? Nothing. So now, they, now they're stuck in this cycle of having to go close more sales and more sales and more sales and more sales. They're stuck on this treadmill. They cannot get off. And so... Um, one of the ways to avoid that is obviously mastering the path of money, right? The fourth mistake is not having an emergency fund or sinking funds. Having some margin, another way of calling that is like, have some freaking cash so when stuff hits the fan, you don't have to use a credit card. When your closing goes, when your closing goes uh, awry, shifts to the next month. I mean, a closing going from the 24th of the month to the 4th of the month can absolutely disrupt a solo real estate agent. It can wreck you, right? Especially if there's if you only have one in, in escrow, right? You got two, three, or four, there's a little bit more margin. You got six, seven, eight, it's no big deal. But here's the thing, if you, even if you're a solo agent and you only have one, one, close, one house in escrow, but you've got 30 grand sitting in cash in the bank. Is it that big of a deal that the house went from the 20th to the 4th of the next month? Mortgage is still getting paid. Um, your, your stuff's still getting paid. You know, maybe you, you just pay minimum on credit cards, right? You just push some stuff to the, to, the, to the end of the month, right? Worst case scenario, your car is not, they're not coming to get your car if you can't make the payment one time, right? Like <laughs> they got bigger fish to fry. So the more that we can add cash and add margin, when stuff comes up in the transaction, how much of a better real estate agent are you now when you got 20, 30, 40, 50 grand sitting in cash, right? You've got margin, even if you have debt or even if you owe the IRS, but you're sitting down at that listing table or at that coffee table and that you don't want that client, how much easier is it just to say next to the next one when you've got some margin in your life? It'll help you be a better business owner and a better real estate agent when you don't have to take every client or when 
you're in the midst, right? You're in the muck. It's negotiation. It's, is the deal going to stay through? Like this, where that stress happens is when you don't have any cash and margin because you need that $10,000 check to hit, right? So number four is not having enough cash on hand for when stuff hits the fan. Is this the appropriate time? And only have about 10 minutes, but I've heard some formulas before on how much cash we should have on hand. Do you have formulas? Is this the appropriate time to discuss it? Is that better to kind of dive into later in a future? Yep. It's called, a, the number is you can't have enough. <laughs> but then that's, I feel, that's the number. But, but then I feel anxious and I'm always stressed because I can never have enough. So there must be something that's like a goal to shoot towards, no? I mean, here's the thing. One of the things that COVID taught me is that I didn't have enough cash. How so? I mean, if, you know, I was in a in an industry, right, where I was, people were blowing up my phone because they needed help. They were in crisis, right? However, I looked over and I was like, I've got cash, but I've got that tied up for a, um, a real estate transaction, right, of us buying a house. So, yeah, my bank account may have six figures of cash in it, but that money's already allocated. Like, mentally, it's already spent. Right. Right. So if you think of the first target I want you to get to as a real estate agent is I want you to get to three months of cash reserves for your household in your in your in your bank account. Like you've got to get to that because, I mean, you go back to Dave Ramsey, like a thousand dollar starter emergency fund is great. That'll keep you from using a credit card when your alternator goes out. But you go two months without any closings. You're about you're using a credit card, whether you want to or not. Right. Or you're behind, you're, you're now so far behind, or Lord willing, you just don't do it, but you take the commission advance that your broker signed you up for. Like, don't do that, right? Figure out another way to go do it. Um, so I would say three months cash just to get some oxygen, just to get some margin, and then we can kind of go through the steps, right? That'll get you back to zero, yep. but zero's got a lot of margin than zero with only a thousand bucks. Yeah. So three months is a good place to start. Does that make sense, guys? I just wanted to give you a framework because first of all, you have to know what your personal budget is, which is step one for a lot of people. How much do you actually cost to live a month? But then yep. you want three months of that in reserves. That's a good target because most people on this call, I hate to say it, they probably don't have that in reserves. Some of you do, some of you don't. I don't know. But most realtors that I work with don't have, especially when you include business expenses, right? Business expenses plus personal for a three-month ramp for both of those. I mean, that's it's getting sizable depending on your budget for a lot of people. It's, I mean, you start, you start adding it up and it's like, and then you get into the goal setting season, right? Which we are now. It's like, okay, I need 50 grand for my personal. I need 50 grand for my business. I got to pay off $50,000 worth of debt. And I got 20 grand owed to the government. I haven't even paid rent yet <laughs> for next month, right? Or next year, right? So use that when you're in goal setting season, when you go to these next 30 days, 40 days that you, you establish where you want to go. Bring some of that stuff to the forefront, then use the percentage of 50 cents of the dollar, right? If you make, if you actually bring home 50 cents of every dollar, and then you start adding, it's like, oh, wait, I've got, I need 150 grand to hit these targets, these savings targets that I want and paying off this debt, that's after tax money. So that's going to cause, you have to now go create 30, 300 $350,000 of GCI if you want to hit that stuff this year, right? Or next year. So now, but now you have a target. It's like, well, it's not 36, it's 56 or whatever it is, right? Or, hey, you know what? We're going to do that over two years. 
But now, since you know how the the path of money flows, and that you only get fifty to sixty cents of every dollar, and how much you want to save and how much you want to have a margin, that will help you hit or address how many houses you have to go sell in the next twelve to twenty four months. I love this so much, Matt. And I'm going to let you get to your fifth point. I know we got five minutes, but I'm just telling you guys, I've been coaching agents for 15 years. And this is a missing piece in so many people's business. I'm not judging any of you. I, I, I have the same challenges as you guys when it comes to spending and savings and budget. Believe me, I'm a human being. But when you know this path, this is when I see agents take their foot off the gas, when they start approaching what they feel like is like baseline, the problem is it's not actually a real baseline. They're still well below water. And so if you knew what your real target was, because you guys all, everybody watching this or listening to this is capable of amazing things. You guys can sell as many houses as you want, truly. We just got to put the systems in place to get you there. But if you knew what your real target was, the anxiety level starts to come down. Correct, Matt? And isn't yeah. that what it's all about is feeling good at the end of the day? It's it's all about just ensuring that you have the right, the right margin, the right oxygen. You have the right, you protect your energy so that you can move forward and, and attack the target, which is the conversations that you have with your database. Right. And so how lighter is the phone when you're you're in your lead generation time and you got 50 grand sitting in one account, you got 50 grand sitting in another account, you got three deals in the pipeline, and you don't have any debt. Dude, it I mean like not not to get all exp on people, but like once soon as my revenue share covered all my monthly expenses, it just it just it's a weight off your shoulders. Like you just you approach the world differently. It becomes yeah. a lot more fun, easier. And by the way, I now have more deals in escrow than I ever did without even trying because it just when you just let it flow, it shows up. Yeah. So. Every every month I tell myself, this is the last month I sell real estate. And then I get another phone call to say, hey, come list my house, um, which is why I refer it out now. Um, so last thing is the fifth mistake, very important, is that waiting too long or never starting to save for retirement. Like, it's just, it's one of the things that, you know, I want rental properties. I want this. I want this. I want this passive income. And they just never get started, right? And they just keep, and, and it's just keep, and this is, a, this is a national thing. This is an American thing. This is not a real estate agent thing. I mean, there's studies out there like the average 50-year-old doesn't have $10,000 saved for retirement, right? So this is not a real estate agent thing. We are so blessed in this industry to have one of the largest widgets to sell to make the most amount of money in the shortest amount of time. Right. The only downside to real estate is that it's a one-time transaction. Right. But it's the largest transaction we sell, and we make the most amount of money for doing it. Right. The only difference between us and insurance agents is that they just get paid every year. Right. They can make they'll they'll make more money, but they get paid every year. Right. So we have the ability to, when you have a plan, when you live below your means, when you master the path of money. When you have some passion oxygen set aside for, for, for emergencies, it allows you to start saying, hey, I can start throwing some haymakers because I can go run up the scoreboard for a season and knock out 50 in a year or 30 in a year or 100 in a year or whatever it is to just push through everything so then you can start getting into the retirement season. Because if you start trying to save for retirement with $50,000 worth of debt and a hundred and $300 in your savings account and expenses out here and own the government for two years, you're never going to get started. Right. So that's why it's important to just punch this stuff in the face and get through it. So you can launch your, um, your retirement and, uh, and eventually your future. So 
I love this. And by the way, in case you guys are like multitasking while you're listening, Matt is a financial coach. Okay. I get zero affiliate dollars if you take any of his programs, but I'm telling you, this is the first time I've actually been on here with you, Matt, when I like really got to listen to what you're saying. We all need this. So go join us, like get, go get part of his funnel. What, what's the website they need to go to, to go get part of your funnel? Yeah. Five financial mistakes. The number five financial mistakes.com. Drop your email in there. You'll get within five minutes. You'll get the free download to the, to the ebook, right? The five financial mistakes agents make. You'll, you'll also have the option to subscribe to budget hacking, which is my Facebook group. I pop in there live about once every other week talking about some of the things that my agents, my coaching clients struggle with throughout the week. So you get those little tips. Um, But more importantly, it's a fun, safe community that you can drop your financial questions into and you don't get blasted like you do in some other groups. Judgment-free. That's what I like. It is 100% judgment-free. And I know we're at the bottom of the hour. I'm going to give you a huge compliment. And then do you have five minutes if you're free after this? I have some quick feedback for you on your funnel. I have it on my other monitor. So if you want a quick tips, otherwise, let's call me later on. I'll drop my cell in the chat here. But um, if you're busy right now and you want another time, just hit me up. Or we could do it live on Agent Power Huddle. I'll give you some feedback on your funnel, how to optimize it, because I can see some things you could tweak that would supercharge it if you want. Anyway, um, the reason I'm going to give you, Matt, a huge compliment to wrap this up. I'm not a big Dave Ramsey fan. I'm just, I'm not. And no offense, Matt, I know he's one of your your, your mentors. I like some of the things Dave teaches, but my barrier to Dave has always been mental on my side. It's not Dave. Dave's great. It's me. I have my own blocks. But the way you present the same material, because it's similar to what Dave talks about, you are so much more approachable and you break it down to a level that I don't get triggered the way I do when I listen to to Ramsey. No offense to Dave Ramsey. He's going to hear this, not that he's going to be offended, but I just, I like the way you break it down and it feels like a safe space where I don't feel like I'm going to be judged from my reckless spending. I feel like I can actually talk to you and you're going to help me figure this out. So I appreciate that about you. Thank you. And that, and that comes from, from one thing, when we went through our journey, um, we did what we wanted to do. We still went to Cabo once a year. My wife was a fitness bikini competitor. So she did her events two, three times a year. Right. So like we spent money. This was not beans and rice and scrimp and save and save and save. Like we still did stuff. We just had a plan to do it. And we're okay that it took 40 months instead of 36 months. I love it. Autumn, I hope you have more journey queued up right now for Matt as we end this one. Matt, we'll have you on again, dude. Give me a call now if you got a few minutes. Otherwise, let's chat later on. Everybody, enjoy your day. Thanks. Thanks for being here, Matt. All right. See you guys. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.